This is the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast with Charlie Badwini. Welcome back to the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast, your number one stop for all things Jets football. Today, I have a full first round mock draft with analysis and breakdown of every pick for each team and the reasoning behind it. Let's get right into it. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock with the first overall pick. Their team needs quarterback, tight end, offensive tackle, and safety. And the pick is in. The Jaguars pick quarterback Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. This was probably the easiest choice here. There's not really a debate. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. And for the 14 weeks, the Jets were in the driver's seat for the first overall pick. I was so excited to have this guy. He's pro ready. He played in a, in a semi-pro offense at Clemson, and I, I'm sure he's going to be a great quarterback in this league. This week, there was a few articles that came out. He did an interview with Sports Illustrated, and he talked about how he didn't really have a chip on his shoulder. Uh, his his high, school, high school coach talked about how he wasn't really the quarterback to have the drive for multiple Lombardi trophies. But, I mean, all this is hearsay. I, I'm sure he's going to be a great professional, and I can't wait to watch him in the league. For the first time in franchise history, the Jaguars finally have their franchise quarterback. The New York Jets hold the second overall pick. Their team needs being quarterback, guard, edge, and cornerback. The pick is in. The New York Jets select quarterback Zach Wilson out of BYU. At this point, it gets more and more obvious every day who the Jets are taking at second overall. Zach Wilson is a scheme fit for the offense they're trying to install and has all the physical tools to become a superstar quarterback at the next level. He has a special arm. He can make plays with his legs. And I think he's going to be a great professional quarterback. There's going to be definitely an acclimation period where he's going to have to get used to, you know, NFL pass rush and coverage. But I think give him a season, give him some uh, some playing time, and he will eventually adjust and become a great quarterback in this league. Now with the third pick, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, this is where the draft really starts. After this, no one really knows how it's going to go besides those first two picks. But their team needs are quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, cornerback, and safety. The pick is in. The San Francisco 49ers select quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Now, a lot of people think Mac Jones is a lock here at number three because he's a he's a scheme fit to the Shanahan offense. Um, this is who they traded up for, but to me, in my opinion, Fields has so many more tools and a way higher ceiling than Mac Jones, and I just can't see the 49ers passing on a guy like Fields for someone like Mac Jones, who may have a higher floor, but the ceiling is nowhere near as high as Fields. He has a huge arm, which he displayed well in that in that championship game against Clemson. He's fast as hell. He ran a 4-4, 40-yard dash. And I think San Fran is the perfect place for him to sit for a year, maybe half a season behind Jimmy Garoppolo, where he can adjust to the NFL, learn the offense, and eventually just polish himself where he can become the starter in San Fran. To me, uh, Wilson and Fields are, are both QB2. I put Wilson ahead of him just a little bit, just because I, I think Wilson's a bit more pro-ready than Fields. But I think they're both going to be great quarterbacks. And speaking as a Jets fan, I, w- I would be happy with either of them at number two, Fields or Wilson. So, With the fourth overall pick in the draft, uh, the Atlanta Falcons are sitting there. 
Their team needs are edge, cornerback, and safety. And the pick is in. The Atlanta Falcons select tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida. With the hiring of Arthur Smith, the Falcons, I think, believe their roster is still able to compete. And a, a, lot, of, a lot of folks have them drafting a quarterback here, letting him, letting him sit behind Matt Ryan for a year, letting him learn. But I, I think Matt Ryan is, is still a great quarterback in the NFL. And adding Kyle Pitts to an offense with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin, Rid- Calvin Ridley, are, this gives Arthur Smith so much, so much to work with. And honestly, I think the Falcons can still be competitive, with, especially with that offense. As long as they address the defense in the later rounds of the draft, the Falcons are set up to be explosive on offense in 2021. And Kyle Pitts being one of the greatest tight end prospects we've ever seen, an athletic freak, would be awesome for that offense. At number five overall, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. Their team needs being wide receiver, tackle, guard, and edge. The pick is in. The Cincinnati Bengals select offensive tackle Panay Sewell out of Oregon. How could anybody have the Bengals taking anything but offensive line here at number five? With, with receivers like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd on the roster, the priority for Cincinnati needs to be protection for Joe Burrow. Sewell is a generational offensive tackle prospect, and he will be fantastic for Cincinnati, protecting Burrow's blind side for the next 15 years. They have Jonah Williams on the roster, who they used a first-round pick for two years ago, but he's versatile. He can be moved anywhere, and I think the, the Bengals need to prioritize protecting Burrow, unless they want to have Carson Palmer 2.0 on their hands. Sitting at six overall, we have the Miami Dolphins. Their team needs being tackle, guard, defensive line, and edge rusher. The pick is in. The Miami Dolphins select wide receiver Jamar Chase out of LSU. The Dolphins need to do everything they can to surround Tua Tungle-Viola with weapons to make his life easier. Last year, he struggled in the passing game last year, as evident to his benchings for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I think giving him a six-foot, 200-pound receiver who has the, the potential to be a superstar receiver at the next level makes his life so much easier and, and can give the Dolphins a little bit of breathing room when it comes to the quarterback position. Because even if Tua doesn't work out, he's not a, not a quarterback that the Dolphins can trust moving forward. You already have a great receiver there that any quarterback could come into and have a number one receiver to throw to and not be worried about the receivers running the wrong routes or not catching balls. At seventh overall, we have the Detroit Lions. They have a lot of holes in the roster, their main needs being wide receiver, defensive line, edge, linebacker, cornerback, and safety. And the pick is in. The Detroit Lions select wide receiver Devontae Smith out of Alabama. After moving off of Matt Stafford this offseason and trading for Jared Goff, the Lions are obviously headed for a long-term rebuild. Now, how could you throw Jared Goff out there with his wide receiver one being Tyrell Williams, a guy who didn't even play in 2020? So the Lions pick up Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith at number seven, and they get a great leader and foundational piece as they move forward with the rebuild. Smith was a captain at Alabama, and I think will be a great piece for the that new Lions coaching staff to use to establish that culture they're trying to build in Detroit. Sitting at eighth overall, we have the Carolina Panthers. Their team needs being quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, and cornerback. The pick is in. The Carolina Panthers select offensive tackle Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. I figured the Panthers were going to be a candidate to trade up or put together a huge package to try and trade for uh, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. 
They made an offer to the Lions before he was shipped off to LA, before finally settling with Sam Darnold. In order for him to succeed, they're going to have to patch up that offensive line, and Rashawn Slater is a perfect fit. He is versatile, he can play anywhere all over the line, and I think the Panthers can put him anywhere, and he'll have an impact, tackle or guard. Sitting at number 9 overall is the Denver Broncos, their team needs being quarterback, tackle, and linebacker. The pick is in. Denver Broncos select quarterback Trey Lance, North Dakota State University. Drew Locke struggled in 2020, throwing 6 touchdowns and 15 picks, and a completion percentage south of 60. At number 9 overall, quarterback Trey Lance falls to them and is the perfect team for a middling Broncos squad heading into 2021. It is universally known that Lance is not going to be a day one starter in the NFL, so Drew Locke can start in 2021 serving as the stopgap while Lance holds the clipboard and soaks up as much information as he can, preparing himself for 2022 or maybe down the line during the 2021 season if Drew Locke's play is that bad. The Broncos, if they're struggling to find a franchise quarterback the past few years since Peyton Manning, finally get a little project they can work on before setting him out as the starter in the coming years. Sitting at 10th overall is the Dallas Cowboys. Their team needs being tight end, edge, cornerback, and safety. The pick is in. The Dallas Cowboys select cornerback Patrick Sertan II out of Alabama. In 2020, the problem with Dallas wasn't their offense. It was the lack of defense and Dak Prescott. After losing Byron Jones to Miami in free agency last year, the secondary took a major hit. And after losing cornerback Chidobe Awuze in free agency this offseason, Dallas has no choice but to address their defensive back room, adding the best cornerback prospect in the draft, Patrick Sertan II. New defensive coordinator Dan Quinn can't wait to get his hands on this young corner, and I think he'll develop into a lockdown corner in the NFL. Sitting at 11th overall are the New York Giants, their team needs being tackle, guard, and edge rusher. The pick is in. New York Giants select offensive tackle Christian Darrisaw out of Virginia Tech. In year three for Daniel Jones, it's put up or shut up time. The Giants have done their best to eliminate all possible variables in evaluating their young quarterback. They got him a competent coaching staff, a true wide receiver one in Kenny Galladay, and they have addressed the offensive line last draft and right here. If he struggles again in this year, it might be time to pull the plug on the Daniel Jones experiment and look for a new single caller in 2022. Darisaw is a, is a versatile offensive tackle and should be able to play tackle or guard in the NFL. He's a day one starter and will instantly improve the quality of the offensive line for the Giants. At number 12, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. Their team needs being quarterback, wide receiver, linebacker, and cornerback. The pick is in. The Philadelphia Eagles select wide receiver Jalen Waddell out of Alabama. After trading back out of number six, the Eagles pick up quarterback Jalen Hurts' former weapon and teammate at Alabama in Jalen Waddle. In order to see what they have in last year's second round pick, they need to supply him with weapons, and Waddle is a great start as a threat out of the slot. After whiffing on the last two drafts with receivers in JJ Arcega Whiteside and Jalen Rager, the Eagles finally get a surefire wide receiver prospect out of Waddle. Sitting at 13th overall is the Los Angeles Chargers. Their team needs being tackle, guard, and cornerback. The pick is in. The Los Angeles Chargers select offensive tackle Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. After Justin Herbert lit the league up in 2020 winning Offensive Rookie of the Year, the Chargers' priority this offseason has been protecting their young superstar in the making, signing center Corey Lindsley to a massive contract. 
they addressed the line again here, drafting USC's AVT at number 13. A versatile offensive lineman that can play anywhere on the line, he should be able to fill in at tackle or guard, or wherever the Chargers think he may fit. Sitting at 14th overall are the Minnesota Vikings, their team needs being tackle, guard, edge, and center. The pick is in. The Vikings select safety Trayvon Morrig out of TCU. After losing safety Anthony Harris to the Eagles in 2021 free agency, the Vikings must address one of the league's worst secondaries. By selecting safety Morrig, they give a talented young safety a chance to learn and grow behind two proven veteran safeties in Xavier Woods and in Harrison Smith. The Vikings had one of the league's worst secondaries last season, and this is a step in the right direction in fixing that. Sitting at 15th overall is the New England Patriots. Their team needs being quarterback, wide receiver, and cornerback. The pick is in. The New England Patriots select quarterback Mac Jones out of Alabama. After re-signing quarterback Cam Newton for the 2021 season on a one-year deal, it's clear that New England doesn't have a long-term quarterback on their roster, including Jared Stidham. Alabama coach Nick Saban gives his best buddy Bill Belichick a call and tells him Mac Jones is everything he had in Tom Brady and more, a quarterback who will sit in the pocket with poise and make the right throw every down, a perfect fit for the McDaniels-Belichick offense. Finally giving the Patriots their long-term quarterback post-Tom Brady era. Sitting at 16th overall are the Arizona Cardinals. Their team needs being tight end, defensive line, and cornerback. The pick is in. The Arizona Cardinals select defensive tackle Christian Barmore out of Alabama. The Cardinals made a splash this offseason signing veteran defensive end J.J. Watt to pair with edge rusher Chandler Jones. Now, they just have to make sure the interior defensive line is short up to make sure Watt and Jones aren't double teamed every down, and Barmore is the, the perfect fit for this Cardinals defense heading into 2021. He'll be able to draw some attention on the interior to make sure Watt and Jones are freed up to just chase down that quarterback every single down. You're listening to The Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badwini. Sitting at 17th overall is the Las Vegas Raiders. Their team needs being tackle, guard, cornerback, and safety. And the pick is in. The Las Vegas Raiders select linebacker Micah Parsons out of Penn State. A scenario where a great player falls farther than he should in a draft loaded with talent, the Raiders are running up to the podium, turning their selection with linebacker Micah Parsons. The Penn State defense collapsed in 2020 when, when Parsons opted out after their dominant performances in 2018 and 19. He can play inside or outside of the linebacker position and is explosive. He can be found all over the field wherever the ball is and any defense would get better with the addition of him. This is a step in the right direction for the Raiders to improve their defense in the long run. Sitting at 18th overall is the Miami Dolphins with their second first round pick in this draft. The team needs, of course, being tackle, guard, defensive line, and edge after addressing the wide receiver position at number six. The pick is in. The Dolphins select linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Karamoa out of Notre Dame. Similar to the linebacker safety hybrid that was Isaiah Simmons and Jeremy Chins in last year's draft, he's an athletic and explosive run stopper, a piece on the defense Brian Flores is salivating to get his hands on. He's effective in coverage and is phenomenal with his run stopping capabilities. He's got a high floor and an even higher ceiling, and he will make any defense better that he steps into. 
Sitting at number 19 is the Washington football team. Their team needs being quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, tackle, and linebacker. The pick is in. The Washington football team selects wide receiver Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. After signing quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick and wide receiver Curtis Samuel, the Washington football team is ready to cash in on a potential contending season. The defense is good enough to be Super Bowl caliber right now, and giving Fitz his best wide receiver room since 2015 with the Jets, Terry McLaurin and Samuel on the outside, and Rashad Bateman in the slot, this team is ready to explode on offense, coached by the respected Ron Rivera. I believe this selection gives the football team a chance to compete for the NFC East title again in 2021, even with a recovering Dak Prescott and an ascending New York Giants team. Sitting at 20th overall is the Chicago Bears. Their team needs being quarterback, wide receiver, tackle, guard, and cornerback. The pick is in. The Chicago Bears select wide receiver Elijah Moore out of Mississippi. Head coach Matt Nagy and general manager Ryan Pace are clearly on the hot seat. After swinging and missing on a Russell Wilson trade, the Bears signed veteran Andy Dalton in hopes to be competitive in 2021. If I were the Bears, I would trade back and try and pick up Texas A&M quarterback Kellen Mond. But since a losing season probably means a pink slip for both Nagy and Pace, the Bears get a new weapon for Andy Dalton with wide receiver Anthony Miller reportedly on his way out of Chicago. Picking up Elijah Moore to pair with Allen Robinson gives Chicago's offense a chance to be better in 2021 than it was last year. At number 21 overall are the Indianapolis Colts. Their team needs being wide receiver, tackle, and edge. The pick is in. The Indianapolis Colts select edge rusher Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. After letting Justin Houston walk in free agency, the Colts are in desperate need for more edge presence on the defensive line. They pick up leadership and talent at number 21, selecting Michigan captain Quiddy Pay with a high floor and an even higher ceiling. He fits in well on the defensive line in Indy and will instantly make an impact with guys like Solomon Thomas and Darius Leonard on the defense. At 22 are the Tennessee Titans. Their team needs being wide receiver, tackle, guard, and cornerback. The pick is in. The Titans select cornerback J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. After losing a Dory Jackson and Malcolm Butler in free agency, the Titans are in desperate need to inject some young talent in the cornerback room, and J.C. Horn has some of the highest upside of any cornerback in the 2021 draft. At 23 is the Jets' second first-round selection. Their team needs being guard-edge cornerback after addressing quarterback with the second overall pick. The pick is in. The New York Jets select cornerback Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. The Jets' current starting cornerbacks on the roster are, are Bryce Hall and Bless Austin, two young, unproven corners. I expect them to add a veteran to bolster the position in the coming weeks, but they need a young corner with high upside that they can develop now into their future cornerback one. To me, this is Caleb Farley. He's a little raw right now, but he has all the tools and traits that you're looking for in your shutdown corner. I think Coach Sal will be able to develop him into something special, and he'll have room to grow behind a veteran and learn with the other young cornerbacks on our roster. At number 24 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their team needs being quarterback, tackle, and guard. The pick is in. The Pittsburgh Steelers select offensive tackle Walker Little out of Stanford. The Steelers had the league's worst running game in 2020, and that was mostly due to their aging offensive line. At pick number 24, they're able to add a, a young, versatile tackle in Walker Little. He should instantly be able to improve pass protection and eventually learn how to contribute more in the run game. Since the rest of the Steelers linemen are north of the age of 30, 
Injecting some young talent is the best thing they can do here at this position in the draft. At number 25 is the, is the Jacksonville Jaguars' second first round pick. Their team needs being tight end, tackle, and safety. The pick is in. The Jacksonville Jaguars select offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. After selecting quarterback Trevor Lawrence with the first overall pick, the Jags' next priority is to protect their franchise quarterback, and they do that by selecting Tevin Jenkins. He projects to guard in the NFL due to his short arms, but he will definitely be a day one starter on the interior and be able to contribute with his great size in the run game and pass protection. At 26 overall, we have the Cleveland Browns. Their team needs being defensive line, edge rusher, and linebacker. The pick is in. Cleveland Browns select edge rusher Jason Away at a Penn State. Even after the signing of defensive end Jadavian Clowney, the Browns select another great edge rusher in Jason Away with their first round selection. As great of a player Clowney is, he is usually not always available for the entire season. And what better insurance policy to have than a high upside edge rusher in Away? He'll have the chance to learn under proven veterans Miles Garrett and Clowney while developing his game. And if Clowney does happen to miss a few games here and there, Away will fill in just fine. Due to Clowney's one-year deal with the Browns, it's possible that after this year, and if Away is a good enough player, they would let him walk and be comfortable with Away stepping into that starting position. At 27th overall is the Baltimore Ravens. Their team needs being wide receiver, tackle, and edge rusher. The pick is in. The Baltimore Ravens select Terrace Marshall Jr. out of LSU. When Jamar Chase opted out of the 2020 college football season, Marshall stepped up for LSU and picked up his targets in production. He has terrific size and is the type of receiver the Ravens have been looking for to pair up with Hollywood Brown on the outside. Although the addition of Sammy Watkins was nice for Baltimore, he has never played a full 16-game season in his career, and Marshall is a great insurance policy should he be able to build a good rapport with quarterback Lamar Jackson. At 28th overall is the New Orleans Saints, their team needs being wide receiver, linebacker, and cornerback. The pick is in. The New Orleans Saints select cornerback Greg Newsom II out of Northwestern. We're not entirely sure what the future holds for the Saints as they're currently stuck in cap hell and have a few large contracts still on the books, but recently, Cornerback Marshawn Lattimore was arrested in Cleveland in late March for possession of a stolen firearm, and in case he is facing a suspension or any other missing time, the Saints are able to pick up a talented young corner at 28th overall in Greg Newsom. He'll be able to fit in right away in the Saints' defensive scheme. At 29th overall is the Green Bay Packers. Their team needs are wide receiver, linebacker, and cornerback. The pick is in. The Green Bay Packers select wide receiver Rondale Moore out of Purdue. In last year's draft, the Packers selected quarterback Jordan Love with their first round pick, with guys like T. Higgins, LaVisca Chenault, and Michael Pittman Jr. still on the board, who would go on to become key contributors for their teams as young wide receivers. They don't make the same mistake heading into 2021, selecting talented slot receiver Rondale Moore with their pick. Having a receiving trio of Devontae Adams and Marquez Valdez-Scantling on the outside, with Rondale Moore coming out of the slot, this leaves the Packers with even more explosiveness on offense as explosive as they were last season. Hopefully looking to finally get over that NFC Championship game hump they've struggled to surpass since 2010. At 30th overall, we have the Buffalo Bills. Their team needs being defensive line, edge rusher, and cornerback. The pick is in. The Bills select edge rusher Aziz Ojulari out of Georgia. 
The Bills are a young team loaded with talent, and they're ready to stay in contention for years to come. By adding edge rusher Aziz Ojulari, they improved their pass rush that struggled at times in 2020. Loading up Coach Sean McDermott's defense with another young playmaker with all the tools to become a successful edge rusher in the NFL. At 31st overall, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. Their team needs being tackle, guard, and edge rusher. The pick is in. The Kansas City Chiefs select offensive tackle Dylan Radunes out of North Dakota State University. The Chiefs are a championship contender ready to make their third consecutive Super Bowl appearance. And in order to avoid the embarrassment that was Super Bowl 55, they need to improve their offensive line, a clear flaw that was highlighted by the 31-9 loss to the Buccaneers. They improved the interior already by signing Joe Thune and Kyle Long, but inject some young talent at the tackle position by drafting Redunes, an instant starter that will be able to keep Patrick Mahomes upright, and as long as he's standing upright, the Chiefs have a chance to win any game they play in. And finally, with the 32nd overall pick in the first round, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. Their team needs being quarterback, defensive line, and safety. The pick is in. The Buccaneers select edge rusher Jalen Phillips out of Miami. After bringing back every starter from the 2020 season, the Tampa Bay Tom Brady's bolster their pass rush with edge rusher Jalen Phillips. They handed out a large contract extension to Shaq Barrett, and Jason Pierre-Paul is under contract for 2021, but he will be 33 at the end of the 2021 season, and the Bucks need a long-term contingency plan if his play drops off or retires after this season. And that was my full first-round mock draft for the 2021 draft. Right now, we're 13 days away, and I cannot be more excited to see how this plays out. This draft class is absolutely loaded with talent, from top to bottom, and I can't wait to see what players end up with which teams. Thank you for tuning in this week, and I'll be back with even more content to keep you held over until the draft. Go Jets! You've been listening to The Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Bedweaver.